Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Something Not to Laugh About. Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry for what you have for us. We put down our own opinions and thoughts, Father, and choose to come to listen to what you have to say, Father, because we know you are the truth. We come ready to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic something not to laugh about. You know, as a Christian, we should have great joy, just like Jesus did and still does. We know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. However, there are some things that are just not funny. For example, crude jokes are not something that Christians should partake in, as the filth of the enemy is not a laughing matter. Well, regarding today's message title, Something Not to Laugh About, when I was out and about in life today, I overheard someone joking with another person and laughing about them going to hell. I think they were maybe saying it as a joke, but there is nothing funny about it. Think about it for a minute. There is no one laughing in hell except maybe the devil who deceived the majority of mankind to choose that place for their final destination for eternity. The book of James tells us that our life is like a vapor or a mist, and then it vanishes. It is gone. And then comes eternity in one of two places. Destination number one, a glorious, joyful heaven. Or destination number two, hell, a brutal, wicked place with sadness without description. Why would anyone laugh about that? Well, for one, the devil has lied and convinced so many people that there is no hell, and sadly, many won't find out there is until they end up there. Also, people joke about partying in hell because they don't understand what it will really be like there. And thirdly, human nature is to laugh sometimes about things we don't understand or that we're uncomfortable with. The fourth point is that as a whole, the church has, for the most part, stopped talking much about hell because it makes people uncomfortable. That is a pitiful excuse for the churches and preachers. Just think about how uncomfortable people will be in hell, where the worm never dies, where there will be gnawing and gnashing of teeth and sadness that is indescribable. A place that there is no way out of for eternity, as everyone's spirit will live on and on forever. Have you ever laughed about hell? I hope not. Have you ever heard someone else talk about hell and laugh about it? Did you get a chance to talk to them later about it? I've thought many times before about what people that have already died and went to hell think about Christians they knew before they died, and those Christians never witnessed to them or maybe made a half-hearted effort to witness to them about Jesus. Can you imagine what these people in hell are thinking about those Christian friends today? They must be screaming out, why didn't you tell me with passion about this place that I was heading to? Or, I thought Christians were supposed to witness to the lost. Or they might be screaming, why didn't you keep trying to tell me about this place 
that I was heading to. I know this is a very humbling and serious message, but the church and Christians as a whole need to wake up and tell people the truth in love. I'm trying to do that right now with all of those that will listen to this message today or in the future. How about you? Are you going to heaven? If you are not born again, you are not. Jesus said so very clearly in his word, the Bible, the best-selling book in history. Jesus told us only those that are born again are going to heaven. Some of you might say, well, I don't believe that, or my church doesn't believe that, etc. Well, do you know more than Jesus does? Does your church know more than Jesus does? Does your favorite movie star or professor know more than Jesus? For those of you that have been rebellious to Jesus' command to be born again, I speak right now in Jesus' name. I curse the blinders on your eyes and your mind that you'll now see and accept the words of Jesus and receive him as your Lord and Savior, as your personal Savior, not just a Savior, your personal Savior. You know, Romans chapter 10 says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, not your head, that Jesus died on the cross and was raised from the dead, you will be saved. Not that you might be saved, that you will be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell, my friends. Saved from hell. Also, you may ask, how will I know that I'm saved? The Word of God clearly tells us that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, bears witness with our spirit that we are a child of God. If you don't know, if you are saved, you probably are not. Also, when you truly are born again, you won't be the same because a true born-again experience, accepting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, involves repenting. The first thing Jesus told people to do when he started his ministry is to repent. That means to turn 180 degrees away from sin in our lives. If you truly get saved, people will see a difference in your life. One thing they should see is you witnessing to the lost about getting born again, like Matthew 10.32 tells us to do. Another thing that will happen is you won't laugh about hell. You will be so thankful that God saved you from that wicked place. You won't ever laugh about it. You know, some of you out there, I know, and some of you, I don't. But the love of God compels me to tell you about the two choices you have for eternity, and the default location is hell. Those that don't choose Jesus automatically choose the devil and hell. Those that choose religion as a higher priority than Jesus automatically choose hell because your church or your religious leader did not die on the cross at Calvary. If you choose another God as your Savior instead of Jesus, you are choosing hell. If you choose your body, yourself, as your Lord and Savior, or your spouse or your kids, you are choosing hell. I love you and want you to choose heaven. 
but I can't make you choose heaven. You have to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Maybe I'll make some of you mad enough that you'll finally go out and seek God and he'll show you Jesus. He is trying right now to show you Jesus through this message. You know, I'm on message number 936 today to try to share Jesus with the world. At about two and a half hours per message, that's about 2,350 hours of time at my personal cost with the primary purpose of pointing people to Jesus so they can go to heaven and not hell. Maybe some of you will get mad enough to think, my church has told me this and that, but what is God telling me? The Father is trying to get the truth to you. You must be born again, accepting Jesus to go to heaven. Let's read Joshua 24, 15 in the Amplified Bible. If it is unacceptable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Folks, choose this day whom you will serve. Will it be your favorite God or your flesh, etc., all of which serve Satan? Or will you choose to serve Jesus as Lord? Matthew 10, 32 in the Amplified, Jesus said, Therefore, the one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, affirming a state of oneness with me, that one I will confess and acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. My friends, are you not sure who you are serving? Well, ask yourself, are you confessing and acknowledging Jesus before men as Lord and Savior? Or do you confess another God or your denomination or something else as Lord? If you are confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he will be confessing you to the Father in heaven. And you can laugh at the devil and say, I'm going to heaven. If you haven't been confessing Jesus, you can change that today if you so choose. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you that your spirit is bearing witness with those out there that have never made a personal commitment to Jesus or those that have come to Jesus and walked away. I thank you this is their day. They'll choose this day to come to Jesus, confessing him as Lord and Savior. I thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, if you pray that prayer and you receive Jesus, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to encourage you to help you get started in your walk because when you get born again, that's the starting point, and then we grow up so we can help others. So I'd love to help direct you to get started in this wonderful journey with Jesus. So I'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.